0: Uh, this morning we're continuing our series on beloved hymns, and uh, now we're getting to the hymns chosen by you all uh, through through our survey. And thank you, uh, those of you who took a minute to to take that that uh, survey online. Thank you for doing that, and um, it was a really eye opening. I'll, I'll be sharing in the the newsletter kind of the ones that the ones that made the cut for for the rest of the series. And uh, we were myself and our staff were were. Uh, Surprised by some and excited by, by all of it, so it, it's uh, really good. Uh, um, but today we're getting to, starting to get to the ones that, that you chose. Uh, and our hymn today is the Beloved Here I Am, Lord. And after our survey, we can officially deem it among the most beloved hymns of this congregation as it received more votes um, than any other hymn by a long shot. We'll be exploring this beloved hymn about God's call on our lives, uh, and we're going to do so in conversation with two of the great call stories of the Bible the call of Isaiah the prophet that we heard in our first lesson, and also my favorite call story of the Bible, the call of Samuel, the prophet and last judge of Israel. I invite you to listen now with open hearts and minds as we encounter God's word together from the third chapter of 1 Samuel, beginning with the first verse. Now the boy Samuel was ministering to the Lord under Eli. The word of the Lord was rare in those days. Visions were not widespread. At that time, Eli, whose eyesight had begun to grow dim so that he could not see, was lying down in his room. The lamp of God had not yet gone out. And Samuel was lying down in the temple of the Lord, where the ark of God was. Then the Lord called, Samuel, Samuel. And he said, Here I am, and ran to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. But he said, I did not call, lie down again. So he went and lay down. The Lord called again, Samuel, Samuel. Samuel got up, went to Eli and said, Here I am You shall say, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. Now the Lord came and stood there calling as before, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel said, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. This is the word of the Lord, and thanks be to God. As I said earlier, our hymn for today, Here I Am, Lord, is among our most beloved hymns. This is despite the fact that it was only written in 1981, which for Presbyterians makes it a very young hymn. It remains one of the most popular hymns for ordination services, which is fitting as it was written by Daniel Shute for the occasion of some of his friends' ordination as deacons within the Jesuit tradition of Catholicism. Ten years ago next month, I chose not to sing this hymn for my ordination service, simply because every other ordination I'd ever been to had used this hymn, and I simply wanted to do something different. But the fact remains that it is a popular hymn and a very fitting one for uh, an ordination service. The hymn is structured in a verse-refrain format, with the verse being the voice of God, the refrain being the response of one or of those responding to God's call. So it's call and response, much like our call to worship uh, today. Though we typically sing, and in most churches sing this hymn, verses and refrain together as a congregation— This hymn was actually written and intended to be led by a song leader or cantor who sings the verses while the congregation comes in together for the refrain. This allows for the congregation to listen, to hear the voice of God, the call of God that we together as a congregation are beckoned to respond to. For this reason, we're going to sing the hymn this way today. The verses which represent God's voice provide an overarching image for us of who God is. And they aren't so much direct scriptural images as they are general broad strokes of who we know God to be in Christ. God is the lord of sea and sky, of snow and flame, or sorry, of snow and rain, of wind and flame. God has heard the people's cry, borne their pain, tended the poor and lame. In response, God's hand will save. Out of love, God has wept for us, yet we turn away from this love. But these verses, all in all, show a God who does not give up, who will not stop pursuing us in love and relationship, no matter how far we might run from God, no matter how, we might, how much we make God weep. Our God will not cease in making the first move. God will make our darkness bright. God will break our hearts of stone, give us hearts for love alone. Further, we see that God will set a feast for us. Not because we're worthy, not because we've done all the right things, but rather in spite of our sin, our misdeeds, our broken relationship, God will give us the finest bread until our hearts are satisfied. All these images, these glimpses, show us a God who is all-powerful and all-loving, who has been continually running out to meet us no matter how far we've strayed or how much God has wept over us. God doesn't give up seeking us out in relationship. But shoot, in his hymnic and theological genius, saves the best part for last. The all-powerful God could very well do all of this redemptive, reconciling, loving work on God's own. Yet this God also invites us, or rather calls us, to participate in this work as the divine voice ponders in this hymn, who will bear God's light to a people living in darkness? Who will speak God's life-giving word to a people dwelling in death-tending places? Who will embody Christ's life-giving way of the cross? Whom shall I send? There's a pregnant pause in this moment. In this moment in the hymn, as the verses of the song were written to be sung, as I said, by a leader or cantor, something common in, in Catholic worship, It's here, after this pause, that the congregation comes in on the refrain, joyfully, triumphantly stating, Here I am, Lord. Is it I, Lord? I've heard you calling in the night. I will go, Lord, if you lead me. I will hold your people in my heart. The phrasing in the refrain is clearly inspired by our lessons today. Isaiah's response, here am I, send me, after his lips are touched with holy flame. It's also inspired by Samuel's call in our second reading. Samuel, a young boy whose mother Hannah dedicates him to God's service, studies under the chief priest in the temple, Eli. Yet in this moment, God chooses young Samuel to be God's prophet and messenger. Friends, as followers of Jesus, we've all been called by God. Like Samuel, God has spoken our names, sometimes literally calling them out in the night like Samuel. Others, God has called out through circumstance and gift like Isaiah. Yet the common ground is that they both, like each of us, have been called by name by God to serve share God's light, to speak God's word, to give lovingly of ourselves for others as participants in Christ's reign of peace, love, and justice. This past week, I had lunch with several other pastors in town for the occasion of saying farewell to one of our colleagues who is taking and accepting a new call in a different state. After our meal and time of catching up and swapping stories and whatnot, we decided to pray for our friend as he prepares to accept this new call. We did this through the early church practice of laying on hands as we prayed for him. We prayed for God's presence for him, for his family, for his church in Warrington, and his new congregation in this time of transition. After our amens, and you can just imagine how long a prayer might be that's led by half a dozen pastors, our friend had this wonderful sense of peace about him. It was as if his spirit, it was as if his presence was embodying the words of the refrain, here I am, Lord, as he endeavors to respond to God's call. But you know what I really love about this hymn? It brings the sense of calling To level ground. It's a reminder, as we all join in on this refrain, that it's not just pastors or even deacons and elders that receive a call from God. We all do. God calls each of us by name through the gift of our baptism. In baptism, God calls us a beloved child, equips us with God's spirit, God's own wind and breath within us, that we might go out to love and serve just where God has placed us in our own time and place. To remind reminder that we all have a call from God that we can respond to. And a fantastic example of this can be found just by looking across the street, literally looking out that window right there when you look at the banner on the storefront of our neighbors at Great Harvest. When the pandemic began in uh, spring of 2020, they knew there would be a greater need for families needing food assistance as millions suddenly lost jobs and livelihoods all around our nation. Our neighbors at Great Harvest responded to this need as if it were God calling them in the night by shifting their business model and beginning to bake loaves of bread simply to donate to area food banks. They invited the community to join in this effort, to, to make donations for, for this effort. And together, as the sign reads, they've baked and donated over 20,000 loaves of bread for families in need in our area. I think they've had their own loaves and fishes miracle across the street over there. Our neighbors at Great Harvest embodied one of my favorite quotes on calling by Frederick Buechner, who said that the place God calls you to is the place where your deep gladness and the world's deep hunger meet. The folks at Great Harvest kept doing what they do best, baking bread, but they found a calling in this work that was the very meeting place of their deep gladness and quite literally the world's deep hunger. This is a witness, friends, that God has called each of us, just as we are, just as God has so fearfully and wonderfully made us, to respond to the world's deep hungers with our deep gladness. No matter what call we have received from God, our Him, as well as the witness of the prophets uh, Isaiah and Samuel, our response to this call is the same, Here I am, Lord. Send me. Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. Friends, as we prepare to join together in this hymn, and in particular its refrain, may we continue to discern how God has called each of us to serve. For our deep gladness to respond to the world's deepest hunger. To bear God's light and love for others as we fully give of ourselves for the work of God's redemption of our broken world. Friends, may it be so for us. May it be so for all of God's children. Amen.